Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dear Alice. Today, we are talking about the fifth wall, which we define as... The ceiling. The ceiling. Yes. Well, it's the ceiling. It's controversial. Some people think it's the floor. Oh, yeah. I read this one article last night, and they're like, the fifth wall is the floor, and the sixth wall is the ceiling. And I was just like, mm, no. Agree to disagree. Yeah, agree to disagree. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and throw my fifth up top, and then, like, the floor is your floor. How about that? Yeah. It's not a wall. <laughs> so today, we're going to be talking about the ceiling, and it's something that we really believe in strongly in design, yeah. that we can really set rooms apart and create a lot of um, energy and magic surrounding what's happening up above the head. But before we get into that, Corey, you had a great review you wanted to share. Yes. This is from Aspen Knight. Such a great name. Right? Right? Yes. We've got to uh, use that in product store. development. I know. Yes. Uh, she wrote, the best design podcast out there. I've listened to and tried to find more, but this is just the best one there is. I've listened to almost every episode and there's a gold nugget in each one. All about creating luxury spaces meant for the individual. Thanks for continuing the podcast. Please never stop. Oh, Aspen Night. That's, That's the reason so we nice. don't. You guys, you know? yeah. You want to speak of, well, there's Aspen Night. That's an awesome review. I just came back from DC and I was stopped in a coffee shop by somebody that listened. They work for the design, like they work at a design firm. They have a store in DC and she recognized me because I had my red glasses on. She's like, are you, guys, are you, are you dear Alice? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yes, and I, I like knew that. nobody in DC. Like it was such a, like a lonely trip. And I'm like, gosh, I would love to have somebody like to go to lunch with or they would give me wrecks. And she just came out of the woodwork at the Compass Coffee Shop. Cute. And just, she's just like, oh my gosh, the girls would be so jealous I saw you. Anyway, <laughs> but she's like, we love your podcast. Never stop doing Aww. it. So it was so nice to hear the so other nice. designers. And we feel this at market too. Mm -hmm. You guys are listening. And I just, I can't tell you how much like joy and gratitude for what we do. I felt when she came up to me. And so thank you for the review. Especially like, like all the way across the United States. Right? That's yeah. insane. It's so crazy. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, and thank, thank you, you for stopping me at Compass Coffee. Thank you for these reviews. Yes. And hopefully if we can come to Bahrain or Germany someday, you'll stop us if I we come there too. Yes. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> yep. Or Egypt or wherever you are. Thank you for listening. That was so nice. Yes, I love that. I love it. Okay, you guys, um, for host chat today, I want to know what is the worst or the funniest gift that you've ever been given? <laughs> you go first. Okay. I need to think of on mine. Okay. I think there's a couple but I'm going to go with um, my mom, Provo Grandma. She's really fun. And we've talked about this before that she shops at this place called NPS. And she is awesome. just like a grab bag of just like scratch and dent things, food, clothes, anything. And she like, it's so funny because she'll justify and she'll be like, so I was up by, I was up by NPS. So I stopped there. It's never like, so I went to I NPS. Went. She's just like, so I was, I was up, in the neighborhood. I was up by this. And so I stopped the NPS and I have a random bag of things for you to like, until so she just starts pulling it out like Mary Poppins, just like throwing it at the kids, you know, an NPS Mary Poppins. Yeah, so she's like, a bag of nuts and bolts. She's like, it might be a girl shirt, but I think it would work for Manolo. Um, and then like, there's this, but for Christmas, it's so funny. It's so fun to get like, cause we all, and they're all like wrapped the same way, you know? And so we're all sitting around the Christmas tree, me and my brothers and all of our kids. And, and like, we're pulling out, like we're opening up Provo grandma, you know, we go one by one and I'm like unwrapping it and I, I pull it out and it's a beanie. I'm like, Oh, thanks mom. Like it's a fun beanie. And I have a small head, but I like go to put it on. I'm like, I think you gave us all like 
youth be- beanies, like baby beanies. Like, <laughs> anyway, and so we're all just like, we all like, it's so funny because we wrap ourselves in like the, the funny scarves that she gives us and like just the weirdest stuff, mom, you know, it's kind of funny. It's, it's like, has become a joke. And so like the funniest gifts are from Provo grandma because they're from MPS and they may not have a zipper on the pant okay. or they yeah. may who needs who needs a zipper zipper. and who needs a privacy it's overrated these days girls are only wearing halves of shirts nowadays who needs a who needs a zipper deconstructions in the (laughs) so in so in vogue but i'd probably say just like gifts from provo grandma for christmas are just like the funniest thing like we are rolling by the end of like opening presents because we're all like outfitted oh this was so funny one more this she gave it to I don't even know who it was like, it was like, a, it was for, I think someone like a street walker for sure. It was glittered and it was, she's like, Oh, I thought it was a scarf, but it was for sure like a really skanky dress. And she gave it to like my niece or something. And she thought it was, she thought it was a scarf or I don't know what she thought it was. We we're just like, Mary, don't wear that. <laughs> like, this is go a joke. ahead, put that in the nativity oh, costume. No, you're so like, we'll, like, make it a wise man with a robe. I don't know, but <laughs> Mary, go put it on right now and show Grandma what she bought you. <laughs> I was like, wait, it looked like this. I thought it was shiny and fun. Anyway, so Provo Grandma gives her the funniest. That's amazing. That's Thank awesome. you, Mom. Um, okay. We also get funny gifts from Grandma. <laughs> Um, it's my kid's great grandma and she lives in a assisted living facility and they have something called the commissary, which is a store where, um, they, any people that have passed away and their family members so no yeah, longer want, they, they take what they want from, from their estate. And then whatever they don't want, they give to the commissary and the commissary will sell the stuff as a way to make a little bit of money for the assisted living facility, I guess it's donated to them. And the people that are buying it are the people in the assisted living home. Yes. Yes. So the people that are nearly dead are buying the dead's stuff and then they're gifting us old sister so-and-so's hairnet that she used to wear or her earrings or whatever. And so prescription drugs. Yeah. Or old small prescription sunglasses (laughs) or just gently used or well-used items. And then, yes. And grandma likes to wrap things in tissue paper. And so it's all just a little bit of like fine origami, just (laughs) folded a lot of times and then held together with scotch tape. And so we know when we get a box just full of all these little tissue paper pillows that it's going to be things from the commissary. And it's always going to be really funny. And the girls, it's not, it wasn't funny to the girls for a long time, but now they're both in college. And so it's funny. For all of us. They were just bummed out before. Yeah. So bummed. <laughs> Can you even imagine? You're like, keychain, I'm eight. What do I need a keychain for? You know? Keys anymore. Why do I have a men's a wallet? Why do I have a Baltimore keychain? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So, an old fishing cap. I'm a girl. This is for an old man. So, anyway, it's so funny. So funny. It could be an SNL skit. That's hilarious. And we always get a really good laugh out of what the commissary gifts are. I think somebody should take grandma to a shopping center and let her shop there. But it's just easier just to go in that little room in the assisted living facility and go shopping there. So mm-hmm. she does. Man's junk uh, is another man's treasure. It yeah. sure is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just, and she remembers and she asks us how we like it. And then we get to tell her all the ways we like it. So that's cool. It's I wonder, fun. It's fun and funny. I wonder how many times like 
someone will pass away and then someone buys something and then they pass and then that goes back to the commissary. Being, yeah, like Just being resold. Yeah. Reuse, recycle. Yeah. And they are making some cash it. on that. Cash. You could ask the lady that does the merchandising in the commissary how often she sings, sees things repeat again. Oh, I bet she has a good story or two. I'll bet she does. Do you have any um, gifts, Corey? Uh, Worst or funniest that you've been given? Yeah, mine are, is not as good as yours, but it's my grandma who I love to death. She lives in Florida. <laughs> we just, have a common theme. Yeah. Yeah, with yeah. The grandmas. You know what? Oh, I so respect funny. the fear of just not, because when I like give someone a gift, I'm like, man, if they hate this, it's going to be so embarrassing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So yeah, kudos to just not having like fear, but uh-huh. my grandma, the most recent one is she like painted me a picture. That's very sweet of her. It's the best. Yeah. Where do you keep the picture today? It's best in my closet right now. (laughs) (laughs) What's it a picture of? A landscape? Um, It is a landscape. It's usually Uh, a landscape. (laughs) Yeah. And um, it's just like on, it's not, maybe I should get it framed and then I'll just like hang it and, you know, I'd be like, yeah, it's a good story. So it'd be so nice. I do need to do that. Does your grandma live in an assisted living facility or on her own? And she just took to canvas and was like, Corey's getting a painting Mm -hmm. Christmas. Yep. And she's, she's done some famous ones for family uh, that are famous. Yeah. uh, Famous maybe ridiculously famous infamous uh, where, where they would be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. These crazy art installations where she like did this like golf course one. And then she had these like wrought iron gates. It was, oh, it was She's the detail. On one. The detail. <laughs> and the creativity is amazing. Unsurpassed. Yeah. Like, yeah. 10 out of 10 to granny for that. I you know? love that. Are the best. Okay. So funny. Usually, usually Provo grandma's gifts are all like, she finds like 200 of this bag that's in the clearance. You know, until she's like, oh, I'll get those. And then I can put their stuff in the bag. And then they get a bag too. Gift. But like the last round was, I can't even remember. I wish, what was the name of it? Anyway, it's a men's brief line. So like Haynes? Bag. No, not even Haynes. It was just like Tommy Gun or something Tommy like John. that. Tommy John. Tommy John. She got like 200 Tommy John bags to this day. So anytime she gives <laughs> us something, it's, and so like Will and Katie's kids, my sister's like, we were dying laughing. She actually has teenage boys. Yeah. And she and they know no, what Tommy John's are. Yeah. And, and. She has no idea. She's just like, I just thought it was a nice material and I just put everything oh, in there. Sure. And so she's just giving, you know, yeah. just like neighbor gifts and men's briefs. Oh, bags sure she is. <laughs> it's so nice. Again, <laughs> just the, the yeah. Just the thoughtfulness. That's so nice. Anyway, oh, I love so it I'm going to so bring much. you one. It's going to be good. Love me, John. <laughs> Please do. Have That's your mom so put my name on her shopping list this year. going to have so much fun. That's so oh, cute. Shoot, I love the, her. Oh, she's the best. It'd be fun to watch her shop with commentary. Like with the. Oh, man. With the subtitles on the bottom of the screen, just to hear facial expressions like, (gasps) or or in MPS, you can grab a bag and you get to fill up the whole thing for 99 cents. So she's just like, is that a thing? 100% really? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's Christmas for us. It's the best. <laughs> that's awesome. So, I bet those Tommy guns are right, right Tommy John's. I would, that's Tommy guns. I would love for like someone to film your mom oh. and then her just narrate like what she's thinking in yeah. her mind. Kind of like when Michael Scott on the office is walking oh. around New York and he's like, my favorite New York size is like Sabaro or whatever. <laughs> I would guys, love that. Oh, I swear we're going to get to the fifth wall. The other day she brought us a box and like our, we have a family friend that's doing our plumbing and she knew who Marcos would be there. And so she's just like, Hey Mark, I just, I f- saw something in MPS and, and it said Toto. I think that's a good brand. Anyway, she brought him just a Toto, um, like, like valve? A, part of a valve or something. And he's just like, thank you. <laughs> 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 she's like, I hope you can, you, can you use this? I know it's really expensive. 
<laughs> you know, like, like, oh yeah. That there's an offering. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't want it. So now I have a total random, like, anyway. Valve. Spare valve. Uh, you guys. You can never have too many. Write in your funniest gifts. This is really, we <laughs> yeah. could go on and on. Let's talk yes. about the fifth wall. Let's do. Yeah. Okay. So okay. the fifth wall sometimes can be our rug in the room. If we're not going to start with the rug, you've heard us all say we start with the rug. Sometimes in the instance of... I'm going to um, hold up a picture so they can put it on Tiger screen. Yeah. Tiger Oaks Parlor has this amazing wallpaper on the ceiling. Also, so does this incredible movie theater. Really amazing big mural. And then from there, we get our paint deck out and we throw it on the wallpaper. We find the perfect color of paint to go with. This can inspire the entire room if we can do something fantastic on a fifth wall. Fifth walls are good in places like powder baths. Yeah. Powder baths. Right. Theaters, anywhere that has like containment and a real mood. It's usually in both of those circumstances and any other time that we've done it, Catherine Wong's like theater and, and those things yeah, that are that, really, yeah. really, yeah. Really, really, yeah. yeah. but we should put it on here for you guys to see it. Cause it's something special. Anyway, it's a le like level of containment and an energy that like both the client and us want to like exude in that space. And so mm -hmm. these are really fun because it looks like, and I've, I remember I have pictures of when they were installing Tiger Oak and I'm like, it looks like he's up there just like painting some fresco on the ceiling, you know, yeah. just, and it's, it's so fun because when people come in, there's no repeat to it, you know? So like in the case of like these, where they take a piece of art and they scale it to the room, mm -hmm. like it just looks like it's been hand painted up there and they had an artist come in and it's such a cool vibe. And it really sets the tone if you want, you know, whether if you're more modern, like this is a really good way to do it. Or if you want something contemporary with your traditional, mm -hmm. such a great way to like implement that. And just people like screamed when they walked into that space. Yeah. So that fifth wall, like got a lot of praise and I think it would just be so much fun to live with that giant art from wall to wall, you know, in a space. Totally. I, mean, love, I love that. Yeah. So theaters, um, living rooms, powder rooms, bedrooms, because yes. when you're laying on your back going to bed and you're looking up at the ceiling, I think that's when you get a lot of payoff. This is in a little girl's room. They have twin four poster beds and then just this great wallpaper, which helps springboard us to be able to find the perfect shade of blue for those girls. Yeah. Um, so in most of these, you're like starting also, with the paper? Yeah. So and a yeah. lot of like for that girl's room, it was really big too. And like, again, it didn't make sense to do, we just wanted to keep the broad limb carpet going. So it didn't make sense to do like a rug. And so we just needed something to kind of like make the space feel cozier mm -hmm. too. And I think that's a great way also to really address the fifth wall mm -hmm. with something like that. So it's like doing the same thing as a rug would. It's kind of just bringing everything. Yeah, yeah totally. It pulls that's it all awesome. together. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. And if you can really start cool. with the wallpaper and then get your paint deck out and put all the shades of yellow down, mm -hmm. you're going to find the perfect shade that connects with that wallpaper. So it shouldn't be an afterthought. It should be, oh. it should be a, Springboard. a yeah, mm -hmm. a catalyst yeah. for the rest of the room and all the finishes. Do you do the field color of the wallpaper or another color that's in um, it's usually another color that's in. Yeah. Well, let me show you that one, um, powder bath, for instance. I was just thinking oh, about yes. the DC powder bath you were just in. Yeah, the DC. So Washington. we did one with, um, the green Gucci, the heron wallpaper. Mm -hmm. It was so pretty. And instead of like in the field of color, that is green. We'll post a picture up here on it for you. Um, it's green, but then on the ceiling and trim, we actually did like this, like really pretty pink that you see within the pattern. Just, you could have like brought It's green. more of a secondary or even tertiary color yeah. in the wallpaper. 
The main wallpaper was just this really great, like lima bean green color. So pretty. But this is the room I was looking for. So this is a kind of a historical Morris. Yeah, Yeah. wallpaper. In this powder or in this pantry. So pantries are really fun too because it's usually a little closed off area, which is really, really fun. So pantry is a great spot. A lot of these, if you're like thinking you want to do something fun in a project, or like smaller spaces that shouldn't be too much of an investment. No, you know, not so at it's all. something you could you could add and then kind of go from there, repaint the walls, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what you were saying too, like be at the ceiling or whether you're putting it on the walls, like you, if you're going to do a wallpaper, you find the wallpaper or you find the Gracie, you know, before, and then you find a calm rug to complement that, mm-hmm. you know, and other things so that you know what the hero is. So if the hero is going to be your fifth wall, which right now we're kind of like testifying of, like figure what that is, you know, if you want it to be a, like a vibrant wallpaper, if you still want to do something up top and you still have a crazy rug, you can find more textural wallpapers. And I think we have some really good examples yeah. of this. So this is our project called, um, the coastal contemporary. Mm-hmm. Their living room has a barrel vault ceiling and we run a silver leaf wallpaper mm-hmm. on the silver here and are on the ceiling here. And then we do have kind of a calm silvering rug. So these kind of echo each other in the room. Again, it's contemporary. So we're trying to show some restraint, but I do think it's really rich, beautiful, classical. This will never go out of style. Um, similar thing here in the Barbie dream house where we also had kind of this barrel vault and we did uh, the silver leaf up top in her space, um, which I think turned out really good for a fifth wall. Um, I think if you are doing new construction, like to be able to like build something into it, just like architecturally that you paid attention to this, to the ceiling, yeah, you know, and those roof lines, I think the barrel vault's beautiful. I think any of those, yeah, keep going. Sorry. This is another, again, silver leaf. This is in her shoe bay, uh, Barbie dream house's shoe bay in her, she had four alcoves in her closet. Each alcove is for a different type of thing. This one dedicated to shoes. So silver leaf up here. And then we have kind of a similar thing in, sorry, Angie Harrington, um, housewife of Salt Lake City. Um, this is her bedroom. And this tray up here is gold. And was that wallpaper? Gold leaf wallpaper. Yeah, gold leaf yeah. wallpaper. This sort of sets this chandelier off, which is so, so beautiful. So those are, that's bedroom. Um, obviously we had the office, the closets, um, the pantry. I was trying to think of a dining, dining room, um, parlor theater, mm-hmm. kids' rooms. There's really no reason why you can't do a fifth wall in every room in the house. Yeah. We wouldn't do it in every room, but I think choosing your spaces mm-hmm. that you really want to go all in in design with. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, and it can be as loud as you want or be more of a whisper like that William Morris print on the ceiling in yeah. the pantry, right? Yeah. Which was the springboard. Like we picked that out before we picked out the tile and everything to yeah. go in that space. Totally. Uh, yeah. Three more wallpaper concepts that we'll share with you from projects. Um, two of which we had um, ceilings with a lot of eaves in it. This is Tan France's closet. And after studying this for quite some time, you can see the wall height didn't start till way down here. It's like two and a half feet. Yeah. And then we're all pitches. So it only made sense to treat the ceiling like the wall and wrap that entire room in stripes. It felt tented, the mm. room did. And then we were able to bring in mirror that went two stories up from the stairwell and bounced back all of that um, around the space, which I feel like it looked so much taller. It was so much more usable. We brought the cabinetry up the wall a little bit, even though we're slanted in these backgrounds, just to give a little bit more height Mm -hmm. and surface space at a usable level for him. But I think this was really genius. Another space with a lot of eaves um, is this kid's room. 
and um, we were able to take the paper again all the way up under the eaves. Otherwise, your wallpaper would stop down here at like mm -hmm. two and a half, three feet off the ground, and then it would just look like a lot of white ceiling if you didn't treat mm -hmm. the, the ceiling as the wall. And I mean, there was anywhere you would stop that. I feel like it would look weird. Exactly. You know, like yeah. you, um, you have to treat that. Whole. Yeah. And, and I would say whether it's wallpaper or paint, that fifth wall becomes the same as the other four. You totally. Know, if it's painted all one color, you're going to feel so much more like whole than trying to chop and fragment that up. Yes. So also, yeah. if you guys are listening to this while you're driving, you might want to also watch this episode on YouTube because we're showing you pictures of work we've done. So you'll specifically be able to even understand better with visuals mm -hmm. if you can. If not, hopefully you can get what we're saying just by listening. Yep. Yeah. Um, last one that's wallpapered is um, this beautiful example. The name of this project was golly, I can't remember, but it's on our portfolio. We'll we'll put it up there. But this one was really pretty because architecturally we were able to add paneling to the other four walls. And actually, there's more facets than that because it's actually like octagonal. But you can see like we there was a natural place to break it in the picture where we like stopped the finished work and then brought the wall that fifth wall kind of extended down to the top quarter of the room. And so we wrap it up kind of like a hat box mm -hmm. is what we want it to feel. Because I think when it was just all plain before we had like got our hands on it, it was just like really infinite and you mm -hmm. didn't really have any place, but like by putting the wallpaper up there, it comes down a little bit and it hugs you and you want to shoot. The client has even said like, we gravitate to that space. We want to be in there because it feels so cozy mm -hmm. and it feels so homey, but it has amazing views. And we have the piano. We really, they sit there all the time now. And I'm so happy that that made it feel more usable. Yeah. Why have a house if you can't use it? If you're going to create a, like uh, um, a stopping point for molding, like what, you know, and someone like wanted to do that in their home, like where, what, what are you aligning with? Like here you went with like the bottom rail of the windows or something. Yeah. Is that? I think existing architecture. If you don't have like, these are like obviously domed windows, but like if you just have like a straight window, I think like there or like at the, um, grid, a grid line is always a good place to kind of draw that belt line around the rest of the house mm -hmm. to then start something that's going to take up wall and ceiling space. And so I think just like, look at the existing architecture, be it a mm -hmm. built in, you know, cabinetry, anything like that window grids. Um, that's where you can like really draw a similar line. So it feels very intentional mm -hmm. and doesn't look like an afterthought. Yeah. yeah, that's such a key thing. What you just yeah. said on projects because people will be like, where should I put my drapery rods in this two story room? And you're the same thing. You're looking yeah. for common architecture, common lines to have that draw in. You don't want to make up a new rule in a room that's already existing with paneling or moldings or or heights. There's always something in common that will help pull the whole room together mm -hmm. if you just really stare at what's already happening. So I think that's a really great point. This was also a nice trick in a two-story room to bring that ceiling down closer to pull that wallpaper down, you know, like a fourth of the way. Which is probably why it feels cozy. Yeah, yeah. I think it does. And also draws your eye out because this was probably the most wall complicated wallpaper installation we've in ever witnessed. It yeah. It's an oval and he had to cut it up like a spider web a almost. Pie, yeah. Pie, yeah. pie yeah. wedges. And yeah. I can't even, how many days did he, it was, it was like several and he, and it's on the ceiling. So bless, like get them cookies, do it or like really it's butter like your wallpaper. Yeah, I know it's so scaffolding. Like, that's not easy to do. Also the exactness that you need to do it to make it successful. Pro yeah. tip. I'm pretty sure your wallpaper installer should know this, but if they don't, or if you aren't an interior designer and you don't know this, he went in first, the wallpaper hanger, he's also a painter and painted 
this whole upper area the same field color as the wallpaper because if for some That's reason amazing. those seams don't exactly touch you're seeing the dark color and you never know otherwise you might get a little bit of light creep white whiteness mm -hmm. coming in so he always paints the room the color of the field color that is a way before good he starts yeah, yeah. yeah. so if you know good you're going to wallpaper in the middle of the build just have your painters just spray that area, the field color. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, that's yeah. servicing him as well. Cause he's like, man, if I don't get this seam like perfect, you're not going to be able to tell yeah. from 14 it's feet away. High. Yeah, yeah for good. sure. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of wallpaper. Always a fun trick on the fifth wall. We love it. Mm -hmm. And you can skin it a million different ways. So really do try and look at the YouTube video so you can see what we're talking about. Yeah, that's cool. great. Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing, my husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand. To your um, hand, it's like slippery dolphin. Like your feet swishing around is so so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats, and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self care your sleep health, if you just head over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. Okay. Should we move on to... Let's go to just like paint. actual paint. I think this is a really great tri trick and I see it on Pinterest and stuff all the time. And I went on our portfolio because we've done a lot of spaces like this where you can get the same effect by just doing the paint. And I think this one in Angie Harrington's nursery for heart, we wanted to do something that felt that gave some energy to the room. And so we, you can see we did it in this like bright cobalt blue, I would call it. And it is everything mm -hmm. in that room. And you guys, it's just paint. So yeah. I think, again, all the other walls are white. And then we always say don't, we don't agree with accent walls. Mm -hmm. The fifth wall is the only place that we will accent yes. because it has four terminating points. And then it's encompassed with like other planes that feel really solid and not it's like fragmented. it's like wearing a hat. We all know I love a good hat. Yeah. Yeah. He loves a good hat. <laughs> would yeah. you always do, like, would it be okay without any finish work on there? You know what I mean? Because that's like running into a crown. Does that feel like a stopping point? Like if it was just a 90 degree corner, would you feel as... You could still do it. Yeah. Yeah. And like still we do it. it, like even we have another one right here where we actually wallpapered this powder room and this amazing Christian LaCroix wallpaper. And then we just took one of the colors and again, yes, it's a wallpaper, so it feels decorative, but we didn't feel like they need, like we had to trim it out. A lot of times we will just even like a little tiny trim just to kind of give some termination and clean it up. But you can just do this, especially with this one. It was nice because there was an actual like banding on the wallpaper. So it kind of created this visual trim. And then we painted the ceiling 
a color in there, but notice we didn't do the field color. We took, it would be so, it would be fine if it was dark, if that was your mood, but I love that we did the pink. Mm -hmm. It feels so, so good. Yeah. So those are two good examples of paint as a fifth wall. Mm -hmm. Let's go into finish work as the fifth wall. Okay. Architecture. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun. Yes. So on this first example, this is a dining room of Angie Harrington. This was existing finish work and it kind of gave it more of a rustic. The house is um, a Tudor style home. Yeah. And it just sort of felt a little bit rusticated against how fancy and formal it was. And I think the juxtaposition is so great. Um, And here it's just painted out white. It was white when we got there. Mm -hmm. Um, We just chose to paint the wall color, this really beautiful oxblood red. Because she's Angie Harrington. Yes, she is. But I think, don't you think just the juxtaposition and all the formal and the glam and then this up top is just so sensational. And I think everybody, like, especially um, a lot of, fellas that we work for, they're just like, oh, I want a coffered ceiling or I, w- I want some finish work, you know, and I get, and I totally love that. And especially in a space where either the ceilings are tall or you want it to feel intimate, it's a great way to add, you know, just a feeling and architecture to a space. Mm-hmm. So to yeah. like elevate don't, it. Yeah. Don't forget that fifth wall can be more than just a wallpaper or paint. If you want something more structural to either make it feel cozy to like bring it down, mm-hmm. like this type of treatment's awesome. Yeah. Okay. This is also, Angie Harrington had like the best beams. And I love when you go into her family room, cause you like actually from the hallway, you actually step down. I love a floor plan with steps up and steps down. Mm-hmm. Like it's my very, very favorite, but you feel the volume. Like this is one of the tallest spaces in her house. And you can see the beam work happening up above. And what a, like it would have been a real bummer if like that wasn't there. And you just had this like mass vacancy and you would have felt really small in a really large space. But here you feel actually proportioned and normal to the space and it's comfortable. So if you have a really tall space and like you have an option to maybe add some finish work or beam work, I think it's awesome because it does, I think it just adds, I don't know, just a lot of legitimacy to a space. I agree. Um, this one's my house. Sure is. Tell um, us about it, Jess. Well, this is a, I don't know, 19 foot ceiling. And so it just felt like we couldn't just have this pitch and just have this big, huge white ceiling. It'd be like a massive forehead in the space. Mm-hmm. So I also wanted to build a lake house. So I felt like this was a really lovely lake house treatment. We've got poplar wood up here and then just um, box beams that are painted out white with some hardware to sort of, you know, make that feel more authentic. Yeah. But, those aren't structural. Uh-uh. Yeah. Cool. It's awesome. We brought that in afterward. I remember the finish work guy ready to leave. I'm like, Oh, one more thing. We're just going to hurry and do the ceiling. <laughs> I was just like, Oh sure. Yeah. Okay. Another couple weeks <laughs> on this job. Sure. Um, and there's three of these yeah. that repeat in the space. Um, but I do have to say it gives you this real, like, <gasps> when you go in that space, cause we're coming from the kitchen, which is probably at like 12 feet, 14, probably 12 feet. And then this room is just right next to it. And the ceiling kind of intersects with that ceiling. And it has big, tall windows and you just really get this like big, deep breath feeling when you see it for the first time. Yeah. It, really it cool. takes my breath so, away every time. And so, the poplar too, like stained yeah. poplar. Or, yeah. So I mean, pretty. just finished poplar because that's typically yeah. a paint grade yeah. wood, but it looks so good. It's I totally. Love it. Yeah. Variation's awesome. Super, mm. super easy. So don't forget that ceiling. Um, this is another one. Finished work. Our grand tour. And so grand we, tour estate. Yeah. They want the to feel kind of like a he's like, I want to feel like a castle. Yeah. <laughs> and so we did like new finished work and we actually like created a rhythm up top and actually wallpapered the interior panels of the ceiling. So again, in this really grand tall space, it kind of cozies you up, but still it's, just, it, it's paying attention. I think the fifth wall, a lot of times 
it's an afterthought. People forget about it and they move in. They're just like, okay, this is good. But I tell you what, if you really pay attention to that fifth wall, you're going to get so much credit. Yes. So much credit because you're like, you thought about the whole space as an environment for people to be in. And I think that this was like a really successful. It feels like you're all in. You're all in. Everybody's going to do a white ceiling and not think about this detail. And you can get away with the white ceiling. But if you remember to do the fifth wall, the credit, the all in full environment effect. The vibe of it. The vibe. You get the full payoff of the potential of what the room can be. I think the longevity Spend the time. Yeah. I think the long, like when you do something like this, you're like, I'm in it. And you know, and I think there's less of a temptation to be like, rip everything out. I'm so sick of it, you know, because you are so committed yeah. and it feels complete and it feels designed. Totally. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Last one we have was our sugar house. This was like a really small, intimate, like little office library space. And so we added some coffers to the space and then also did in wallpaper on the insides mm-hmm. of that. And again, it just feels like really well attended to. Yeah. So, and all in the color too. The cleaning on the shelves too. That's like yeah. my right. favorite thing. Yeah. That's so Talk cool. About that extra, cr- <laughs> extra credit <laughs> points for that one. It's so good. Yeah. So good. Oh, okay. Um, I have two more. Oh yeah. Don't forget our glass oh, ceiling. Oh my gosh. If you can, you yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. If you're spicy, this is, yeah, this is in our Barbie dream house. And I think this was something that they came to us with or the architect. I think I we remember. came to them with it because they had the library on two floors okay. And we had seen Nate Burkus's library and we knew it was possible. And we were like, hey, how do you guys feel about taking that floor out and suspending this glass in there, this tempered glass so we could walk on it? And they loved it. They love a trick. So if you're very well funded, this trick is for you. Also, if you, have, if you have a lot <laughs> yeah. of volume, like a continuous space, yeah. I just can't think of anything more extraordinary for like people to walk through and be like, what on earth? I know. And the way light travels too is a uh-huh. really fun trick on this one. And like, if everyone's ever been to the Aria, like that's the first time I saw it. I was just like, Whoa, glass ceilings, glass elevator. Like it was mm. crazy. You know, super spicy then, you know, Yeah. but this is done in such a beautiful way where like architecturally you're just like, that's a phenomenon. Like, yeah. It's it really very, does. very cool. Yeah. So good. Um, this one is a very rare pearl in the portfolio. Um, actually these are both the same client, different houses. Yes. Yes. This is her most recent house. And she had, when we first started working with her, she didn't have like, it's, I'm just talking about the basis of the chrysanthemum. Her grandfather did these old ink drawings and nobody wanted them, but she was so lucky to have like this old tin can with all of his ink drawings. So our plaster, he created this art on her wall in this little vestibule before her master and I just love that he went ahead and not only do we have the chrysanthemums on all four walls, but he outlined it with like a gold leaf paneling and he took that up onto the ceiling. So when you walk through this space, you would feel like you are Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. and you are walking through this grove before then it opens up to this deep, dark, moody room. But I just love that he took that paneling just to organize the space and actually like leaf those panels on the ceiling and actually center the little, the little alabaster lights that we put in there as well. Yeah. It is so in special. Panel. Yeah. It is so, so special. And like, she is all in. And there's this moment too, when you're kind of at the beginning of the, this vestibule before going into the master suite where you just kind of forget who you are and what kind of day you've had. And you're like, amazing. And then you walk in and I feel like you decompress differently because it's this full moment that you're all in. It's like a portal that you go through before you get into the bedroom and just forget your day. It's impactful. It is impactful. So gorgeous. This was her bedroom before that house. 
And it's been on the portfolio the very longest, yeah, probably is, the first space this. on the this portfolio. The first, she was, I think the first client that I like interacted yeah. with when I started here. So Totally. And this one's really fun because again, same plaster, actually iconography. They did this like the dreamiest mural on the whole space. But then we're like, what should we do with the ceiling? And of course, like we love plaster on a ceiling when you can wrap that up. But we talked about just architecturally, what could we add? And he's just like, we should add an ellipse, not a circle, mm-hmm. an ellipse. And the contractor and he like went back and forth and the contractor couldn't get those curves quite right. And he's, he's like, trust me, and I can make a perfect ellipse. And so he went in and he made, created this tray. And I think it probably was when we got, it was a remodel. So when we got there and if you're living in a remodel, you might already have some gifts with purchase, some like weird trays and things Uh that you haven't worked with. I'm pretty sure we filled in and created an ellipse because I think that there was a massive tray or something. I think it was like octagonal or super weird or followed all the weird angles. And we're like, we really need to soften this area and just like take away the angles that we're feeling on the walls. Mm -hmm. And so this was a way to do that. Also, this client is an engineer. And so she deals with exactness all day long. And if anything's not exact, her brain just sits and focuses on it because she knows a way that she could make it perfect. And I can't think of anything less relaxing at the end of the day for an engineer to lay in a room with odd angles that don't make sense. So a faceted ellipse. Yeah. So Tyler um, Hunsinger with iconography was like, I know how to make a perfect ellipse and it can be perfect. I had to draw them in one swoop in art school, like over Uh and over and over again. And you're like, okay. Yeah. We trust you. You go. So with him and the contractor, we got a perfect ellipse. And then he also does all the plaster work in the murals. And this room has forever been a favorite of ours. I don't know if it's because it was like one of our first kisses. Yeah. Um, But I do just think it was so all in, just beautiful and melty and perfect for an engineer and... Um, just and murals before like we murals an extraordinary really fifth wall yeah. an extraordinary mural <laughs> this mm. is not wallpaper so first, it second, deserves third, like fourth wall all the applause. extra credit points yeah. yeah so um I guess back to where really anywhere. anywhere you can do a fifth wall anywhere how to implement it depends on your budget painting mm-hmm. a ceiling is going to be the most affordable mm-hmm. wallpaper um if you need a paper hanger is going to be a little bit more more, and then the paper itself but if the space is small you won't need a lot like that pantry or a powder bath if you want to impact and you don't want to do all the walls and your husband's like how about just do one of them just be like okay we'll do the ceiling we'll do the (laughs) yeah like that's when we're going to do you will need to float that ceiling perfectly smooth if you're going to wallpaper it so there might be a little bit of labor involved there um you can see in angie's like in her nursery like they had a really like heavy plaster work and so it was really nice because like floating, it would have been really laborious. And she's like, I just want us to dress the space. And like, so really we trying just to like do a lot of construction. Only painted it. So you can see the texture of this um, yeah. Spanish type um, Tudor. Well, yeah, this Tudor home, it was really heavily plastered. So it made sense with the house because the rest of the house was this way. But I feel like that was semi-gloss paint too. Like it was, it had some sheen to it. And I love yeah. a bunch of other concepts that you're probably seeing on Pinterest too, where it's like lacquered and like a lacquered ceiling. I'm like, it's like the freaking heaven. Yeah. Dropped Ooh. all over. <laughs> it's so amazing. And it's just the prettiest. It's so pretty. Yeah, for sure. Well, guys, that wraps up the fifth wall for us. Um, I hope that this is inspirational to you. It's one of our favorite design tricks that we employ at Alice Lane Interior Design. Um, Make sure and follow Alice Lane Interior Design. That is the design side Mm -hmm. of our Instagram. So if you're not currently following, you can kind of see behind the scenes and the projects that we're working on. And I feel like it's just very inspiring too. Uh And 
And right now we do full homes. We are taking some smaller projects. Like if you have like some construction needs and you want it to be fully dressed and everything, please send any inquiries to that. Um, as well as if you're just like, I have a finished room. I finished my fifth wall, but I need help with like furnishings. We have our home furnishings design department that is awesome. And we created this because we just couldn't get to everything. And our design team, you know, in the back, we couldn't get to everything, but we wanted to help people have extraordinary spaces. And so this program was developed so that if you just need help with furnishings, it's all inspired by this umbrella of Alice Lane. Mm-hmm. And so if you just go to alicelanehome.com and you go to the design service tab, there'll be a drop down. And if you go to whatever your needs are, to the trade, home furnishings, if you just want furniture, or if you need Alice Lane interior design, go there and there's forms for all three that you can fill out. And then we'll get back, each department will get back to you and figure out where, what you need and where you best fit um, so that we can help you. But all really beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful services. And we are just... We're excited to meet you. So please go over there and check it out on alicelanehome.com. Yes. And if you guys have any questions for us for the podcast, send those to dear Alice at alicelanehome.com. And we'll catch you guys next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 